Abraham Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. God's word for our meditation this Saints Triumphant Sunday is the second lesson that we heard a few minutes ago. St. Paul, by inspiration of God, the Holy Spirit, wrote these words to the Christians in Thessalonica and to us as well. Brothers, we do not want you to be ignorant about those who fall asleep or to grieve like the rest of men who have no hope. This is the word of our Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, fellow saints. Ignorance is bliss. You probably heard that saying before. I guess it means that if you don't know about something, sometimes maybe you're better off not knowing that. I think that's true in some situations. Take my dad, for instance. My dad died of cancer many years ago. He had had cancer for several years. But no one knew it. Not the doctors, not his family, and not my dad himself. He had a rare and very, very slow-growing cancer. He had no symptoms. So for many years, while that tumor continued to grow inside of him without him knowing it, he and my mom enjoyed retirement they traveled all over the world. They went to visit their kids and grandkids all over our country. They volunteered at church. They swam at the YMCA every morning, all the while ignorant of the cancer that was growing inside of them until they finally found it about less than two months before he died. And at that point, there was nothing more they could do. I sometimes wonder what would have happened if they would have discovered that cancer years earlier when they maybe could have done something about it. I, it's certainly possible that, that the doctors could have extended the years my dad had on this earth. But I also think it's possible that those years might have been filled with painful surgeries, difficult chemotherapy, hard decisions to make. Certainly it would have meant he wouldn't have had the opportunity to enjoy all the things that he did with my mom in those years. So instead, he lived his life normally. He, he, he lived a joyful life, ignorant of the cancer that was growing inside of him. Ignorance, I guess, was bliss. But it's not always. Sometimes ignorance is anything but bliss. That was certainly the case for the Christians who lived in the city of Thessalonica nearly 2,000 years ago that St. Paul was writing to. He became aware of the fact that they were ignorant about a couple of things. They were ignorant about what happens when you die and they were ignorant about, uh, ignorant about what happens when Christ returns on Judgment Day. And that ignorance was not causing them bliss. It was making them confused, upset, maybe even frightened. I'm afraid that ignorance about what happens at the end of our lives or what happens at the end of this world didn't go away 2,000 years ago. People today, even Christians today, are often ignorant about those two things. And ignorance is not bliss. Instead, this morning, let's listen to what God says to us in his word as he gives us knowledge about those two subjects, 
what happens at the end of life, what happens at the end of this world. There's another saying, another saying that goes, knowledge is power. Well, when it comes to the knowledge God's Word gives to us about death and judgment day, it's not just power. That knowledge is comfort. So why didn't those Thessalonian Christians know more about what happens when you die and what happens on judgment day? I guess we could probably cut them some slack. They, were, for the most part, were new to the faith. Most of the congregation in Thessalonica was made up of Gentile converts to Christianity, people who had probably grown up under the Roman religion, worshiping all kinds of gods and goddesses, and so they were used to all of the, the myths and fables that went along with, with that pagan religion. They really didn't know about death and judgment day during most of their lives. But what about today? Why are people still ignorant about death and what happens? Again, even Christians, I think, are often ignorant of that. Well, I think maybe one of the main reasons for that is it's just a subject people don't want to talk about. They want to avoid it. They don't want to even think about death. You know, kind of the ignorance is bliss mentality. If I don't think about it, if I don't talk about it, then I'm not going to feel bad about it and I can just go on my happy way. But it doesn't work that way, does it? Because sooner or later, you will be confronted with death. You just will. The death of people we love. Our own death. And that is not anything that fills us with bliss when we don't know the facts about it. And that's why Paul wrote to the Thessalonians and that's why God still says to us today through his words, we don't want you to be ignorant brothers. Paul starts out with a very simple but powerful statement as he gives us knowledge. He says, we believe that Jesus died and rose again. That is where we start. That is the basis, the foundation of our confidence and joy in knowing what happens at the end of our lives. It's really the basis of our faith. Jesus died and our sins died with him. And that means God has declared you to be his saints. Jesus died, but he didn't stay dead. Jesus died and rose again. And in his resurrection, he defeated and destroyed death. Death holds no mastery over God's saints. Death holds no terror for us because Jesus died and rose again. Paul goes on then to say something else. He says, We believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in him. Two very important and very comforting truths are contained in that little sentence. Number one, notice how St. Paul refers to death. Asleep. Those who have fallen asleep. In Christ for a believing child of God in many ways death is like a sleep it's something with that we need fear no more than you are afraid of putting your head on your pillow after a long day's work and closing your eyes because death like that few hours of sleep that we get at night is temporary but he says something more than just death being asleep he says those 
that Christ will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. Those who fall asleep in death aren't unconscious like you are when you're sleeping. We're with Jesus. Remember what Jesus said to that, that repentant thief on the cross who turned to him in faith and said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said to him, Today you will be with me in paradise. God's saints who are called from this world in death, their, their, their bodies sleep in the ground, but our souls are with him forever in paradise. That's not something to be afraid of. That's not something to dread. That's not a topic we have to avoid talking about. But that doesn't mean that that death doesn't make us grieve or be sad. St. Paul didn't say to the Thessalonians, we don't want you to grieve. He said, we don't want you to grieve like others who have no hope. No, death does cause grief and sorrow and sadness. Of course it does. Death is separation. Separation of body and soul, but also separation from us and our loved ones. And that's always sad when we're separated from somebody we love, no matter how temporary it may be. Of course, that's going to cause tears. Jesus himself wept at the tomb of his friend Lazarus. But the grief of God's saints, of those who believe that Jesus died and rose again, is so different from the grief of those who don't have that hope and confidence and faith relationship with Jesus. For them, the best that they can hope for is death is the end. Think about that for a moment. That is the very best thing that they can possibly hope for. That, that, that when our life in this world comes to an end, that's it and there's nothing more. Their worst fears are that it's not the end and maybe there is something that I'm not really going to enjoy so much after this life. But that's not us. We're not ignorant about those things. We haven't been there yet, right? We, none of us have experienced death, but we have a Savior who did for us and came back and tells us now what we can expect. And what we can expect is something that that does not fill us with dread or terror, not something that we want to avoid talking about or thinking about. God's people, his saints, know what happens. Our souls go to be with our Savior Jesus. Our bodies remain in the ground awaiting judgment day. Ignorance is bliss, but not when it comes to death, it's not. My dad, when, when, when he finally learned the truth that he had cancer and there was nothing they could do about it and it was terminal, um, faced that with confidence, he, with peace. He knew what was waiting for him. And that's how all of God's people can face death. But there's something else that a lot of people are ignorant about, not just, not just what happens at the end of our lives, but what happens at the end of this world on Judgment Day. And once again, I think that this ignorance isn't just among people who don't believe in Jesus, but even among Christians, there's a lot of ignorance about what happens in the end times and Judgment Day. 
And I think one of the reasons for that is there are so many false teachings out there about Judgment Day, about what happens when Christ returns in the end times. And one of those false teachings that's very common among some Christians is, is, is called the rapture. According to that teaching, Jesus will, before the end of the world, before Judgment Day, will come back and kind of whisk believers up to heaven to be with them, sparing us from the, from the tribulation and the hard times that will occur at the end of the world. Well, it's true. I mean, they, they base that, that, that statement a lot on, on what we just heard in, in God's word where St. Paul says, the Lord himself will come down from heaven and with the voice of the archangel and the trumpet of call of God and the dead in Christ will rise first and after that we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. So yes, he will whisk us away. But understand this, that's not going to happen before judgment day. That's not going to happen, you know, giving, sparing us the difficulties of life during the end times. That happens on Judgment Day. This is what God tells us in his word will happen on Judgment Day. The souls of God's people who have been with him in heaven will come back with Jesus. Their bodies will be resurrected, made perfect, rejoined with their souls. Those who are still alive, those believers who are still alive on that day, their bodies will be glorified as well. And yes, we will be caught up together with them and our Lord in the clouds. And there's a good reason for that. Because the Bible also tells us what's going to happen on the last day, on Judgment Day, to this world. God's going to destroy this world in flames only to make it again as the perfect home for his righteous people. And that's why we'll be up there with him while that takes place. That's nothing to be afraid of. We know exactly what's going to happen on Judgment Day. We know the verdict. It's already been declared. You're not guilty. God, our Heavenly Father, on the basis of His Son, Jesus Christ, and your faith in Him has said you're His saints. And we know our destination. We will be with the Lord forever. Ignorance is not bliss. Not when it comes to ignorance about death and judgment day. That's for sure. Knowledge. Knowledge that God gives to us in his word. Knowledge about what happens at death and judgment day. That is comfort. But it's comfort that we can't keep to ourselves. It's just too good for that. That's why St. Paul at the end of our lesson this morning says, therefore encourage one another with these words. Let's do that. When you are talking to somebody who has just lost a loved one, we can say so much more than simply, I'm sorry, or you have my sympathies. We can share with them the hope and the confidence and the joy that comes from knowing a Savior who defeated death for us and the promise of an eternal reunion with him in heaven. Or when you're talking to somebody who's afraid of their own death and fearing their own funeral, once again, share the news of a Savior who died and rose again and promises a home with him forever in the paradise of heaven. 
That's not ignorance. That's knowledge. And that's real comfort. Amen. And the peace of God that transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.